money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? <laughs> I'm ready to talk money, Dave. That's Well, what are we going to talk about today? Black Friday was last Friday. <laughs> We're in recovery mode. Uh, hopefully not too much financial recovery. Uh, well, I think everyone should just sit down, get their cup of coffee and breathe. You for, know, For sure. Uh, in fact, uh, brew that coffee, coffee at home <laughs> because we don't want you going out. Because if you were uh, participating in Black Friday, and again, no guilt. If you participated in Black Friday, there's nothing wrong. Hopefully, you took some of the tips that we gave on that Black Friday show and applied them and said, you know what? I'm going to plan what I spend. I'm going to spend what I plan. And we today, made Black Friday. And today, you're really enjoying that cup of coffee without any guilt about what you spent last week. So anyway, we're just... This is a guilt-free zone. <laughs> it is a guilt-free zone. And we're not a dieting, uh, dieting, uh, financial advising uh, company. We're a... We're a financial fitness fitness company, right? right? So when we're talking about more than enough, we say that often, just to put it in context for you, the listener, more than enough is a financial fitness company, not a financial dieting company. We want you to be free. And that's what this show is really about, is bringing hope and freedom and just as part of uh, who we are and what we do, right? That's right. And as the last few weeks, if you've been joining us this month, this has been, we've put our first month behind us for Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb, so that's pretty exciting. And we've been starting every week with a scripture verse Mm -hmm. or scripture verses, so we're going to do the same thing. Um, And this morning, uh, in the next couple weeks, we're going to be talking about generosity we so might. changing tact, like yes. like a real you know, Black Friday, all of a sudden change tact. Let's talk about generosity. But well, that the context of that is, is we're in December. This well, is the season of giving. You know, we've heard that before. It's it's the season of giving, and we thought, you know what? There's a lot to talk about in that topic of giving. So we're going to dedicate some time during the month of December to talk about giving and generosity and a whole bunch of good stuff. So stay tuned because I think this this next number of shows December is going to be transformational in terms of your giving. Yes, and I think it's encouraging because you can think already about and you probably already have thought about it, even about coming to CHRI, because um, they've had their pajama drive, mm-hmm. and there's lots of people who've been giving to that. So um, there's all kinds of places to give in our community, uh, but we're going to talk about it, you know, on broad scale. And this morning, David actually picked the verse, uh, and you might think this is an interesting verse. So I'm going to read this, and you're going to wonder maybe why on earth is Dave bringing this into the topic of generosity? So I'm going to actually ask him a few questions this morning because of course I know him I've been married to him for 25 years but and some of you might know him because you met him through the office at more than enough however he has a real heart that I think is worth sharing on this topic so we're gonna just dive in for a minute so um, I'm gonna read the verses that we know as the Great Commission verses and here it goes from Matthew 
Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age." Now, these are verses that we wouldn't normally attach to being generous or to our giving journey. So, Dave, why on earth do do you think of these verses when you think of generosity? Well, I think I just have to back up a little bit to go the purpose of money. And we've had that conversation. We're going to have that conversation again uh, as we go through the different shows. So, but the purpose of money is really, it's a tool. It's a tool to get things done. And again, if we put that in context of Everything that we have comes from God. So our money comes from God. And it's a tool that God wants to use to accomplish his will here on earth. Now, enter the Great Commission and go, wait a minute. So if I understand and if I really get that all of my money, all of my resources are God, and I am a steward and I want to do well. I want to take care of, of what God has given me well. I want to steward it well. I want it to bring a return. That's what a steward does. He wants to advance the kingdom for his king. And so we go, okay, great commission. What does God tell us to do right here in these verses? He says, I want you to make disciples. I want you to share the good news of Jesus Christ. I want you to to allow my spirit to multiply, to, to go out into all the, the earth. And so when we talk about giving, we just want to, we use that as intentional. We're going to take that verse. We're going to take what he says there. We want to apply that specifically to this area of our life, to generosity and say, okay, what does that mean? Because that's part of the, excuse me, that's part of the management that we need to do. Does that make sense? So you're saying that to fulfill the Great Commission, to go out and, as it says, I'll just read it again, you make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them, I mean, there's a whole aspect there Mm -hmm. that we even do, teaching them to do, observe all things that I've commanded you. So the tool of money is something that that we can uh, pour into the kingdom, our money, to fulfill the Great Commission. Is that what you're saying? For sure. In our current context, we're making disciples. It's about relationship. Uh, going out for coffee costs five bucks, 10 bucks if you're going to Starbucks, but you know, <laughs> going out for coffee. Uh, he's throwing in the uh, Starbucks oh yeah, I had jab to, this I had morning. to just do that. Yes. You know? but, but if you go out for coffee, it takes a little bit of money. To, to develop a relationship. I mean, that. So the question is here, I'm even thinking about, so being generous, you think, well, I want to, you know, meet with my friend. Well, have you thought that maybe you should buy their coffee? Have you thought that, that maybe you should be the generous one, even in something as simple and as small as that thing? That's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And that's a part of bringing the kingdom. Right. And, and so I want to bring another scripture into here because it just dovetails so beautifully. Of course it does because it's Christ. But the parable of the Good Samaritan, mm-hmm. uh, I think we can both agree and, and the listeners can agree with us to say, hey, 
the Good Samaritan is really about making disciples. It's about advancing the kingdom of God, right? He sees somebody who has a need. He's in the ditch. He says, not only do I take some time to bind them up and to, to bring them to the, the mm-hmm. local hotel, but then I pay for his recovery and I say to the, the, the hotel keeper, hey, by the way, I'm back this way. You know me. I'm here often. It's probably a place he stayed before. And when I come back, I'll make sure that I settle up with you. Um, yes, that took money. Yes. It took money. And so when we think about how do we advance the kingdom of God? Well, yes, there is some intentional. We're going to talk about intentional mm-hmm. generosity and, and making a giving plan and, and doing that. Stay tuned. We're going to do that. But the reality is, is there, there is some of our giving that is just along the roadside. It's just seeing somebody who has a need and taking the opportunity and being prepared. So you're saying also then from the example, even that or the examples we're thinking about even going to Tim's or to Starbucks, it's not necessarily a check you write to your church or a check you write to Gospels for Asia or a check you write for food for the hungry, which are all good places to put your money. And it's Mm -hmm. very kingdom. This is very intentional kingdom charity purposes. Sure. But kingdom giving you're saying is walking along the road or driving along the road and seeing a need when you see someone at a grocery store and they're short 20 bucks perhaps you're going to just give them the 20 bucks what's the second greatest commandment love your neighbor as yourself can that happen driving down the road certainly it can and then then, you know that's where that that whole parable comes in and jesus is really saying hey it's just acknowledging and seeing the need of someone So I know last week when we were talking about Black Friday, we were talking about the verse that you and I really love, and that is not to be conformed to the pattern of the world, Mm -hmm. but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So this kind of thinking about generosity and giving, we have to think in a different way. We have to put on the mind of Christ and Mm -hmm. and ask him to show us where the needs are even. Where, where, and where are, what kingdom building are you doing today? So can you imagine if we went out and said, Father, where are you building the kingdom today? And uh, show me so that I can meet you there and join you there. And it actually might take some of our dollars and cents. It and absolutely it does, will take. It will absolutely take. And, and we're going to talk about this um, next week with our our guest. But um, it doesn't matter how little or how much you have, Perfect. because because it 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 all is goes toward um, accomplishing his purpose. And when God says do it, and when God says meet me there, that's what the exciting part of generosity is. This is the exciting part of the Great Commission. Sometimes when I was a kid, and I, my relationship with Jesus wasn't um, what it is 30 years later, I would be terrified that a missionary would come to our chapel time at school, because I went to a Christian school, and he would tell us we had to be missionaries in Africa, because I thought I had to go fulfill the Great Commission. But nobody was teaching me or I didn't hear it, that I could fulfill the Great Commission where I was that day with the resources I have and who I was. And this is the great, the, the incredible thing about money is this, we can't all go. Right. We can't all. Right. He's but not the saying, tool yes. of money can actually travel across the world and accomplish the kingdom of God. And this is where we want to, what is going on in your heart? 
where you said, where is the kingdom of God being advanced? Well, guess what? You are going to look around the world around you, Rebecca, and, and you're going to see it different from your neighbor, from someone else. Right. God is putting different things on different people's heart because he's accomplishing much more than we could even imagine. Right? And so what I am passionate about giving to, what I am passionate about spending my money on is going to be different from anybody else or some other people. I hope that other people will join me in what I'm passionate about, of course. But So, as and as we were talking this morning, you mentioned the Good Samaritan. So, mm-hmm. I'm a Good Samaritan going down the road, but I have like, uh, you know, credit card debt. Mm-hmm. And I, I look at a person in need, I think... My thought is, oh, I wish I had the money, or I can't wait till I'm retired to be able to do that. Or because we know right now Mm -hmm. that people aren't saving for retirement for one. The second thing we know is that credit card debt, we're servicing over 10% of our our household income income to that interest. And we're giving less than 1% on average as Canadians to charities and, and Um, You often say to me, can you imagine if it was flipped? Can you imagine if we actually gave 10% of our income to the needs and to advancing the kingdom and only 1% to the banks? So guess what? That's what I'm passionate about. (laughs) And I am sure there are listeners today that are listening and going, wait a minute. I'm not passionate about that, Dave. That's cool. That's my passion. And if you are passionate about it, then we get together and we pool our resources and we say, how can we affect the kingdom around us with what we have to to help people get out of debt. In in my case, that's something I'm incredibly passionate about. I just don't I don't just want people to shed the burden of debt for just for the reason. Although that's a wonderful thing. Living debt free does, but it opens up opportunities. It opens up when we're not giving 10% of our income to service our debt, we're using that 10% for something that's on our heart, for something that, that we actually now can get passionate about and say, now my I can actually use the tool of money and direct it to the thing that, that is on my heart to do. Right? And, and you're hearing Dave's, the core of why he does what he mm-hmm. does. It's really to see people freed up to fulfill the purpose that God has for each of us. Mm-hmm. And that purpose is often advanced. It is advancing the kingdom and it is done with our finances. And we had Mike Hayes here on Remembrance Day. Mm-hmm. And when he got in, even later in life, they started to get their finances in order. And because of that, partially, they are able to retire and to give themselves to a ministry in their retirement years, in their semi-retirement right now. But mm-hmm. we have heard many of those stories. And can you imagine, like, I, I just think for those listeners who are listening, who are thinking, I can't do this. That's not me. I have, you may be, we ask people all the time. I got all these thoughts in my head. We ask people What's your purpose? Do you have a dream? Mm-hmm. And so many of us are stuck in, in that rut of working and living and paying bills and accumulating debt and trying to pay it off that we're not even thinking about a dream or purpose we have. It is long gone. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we have to ask the Lord and take that time and say, 
what am I passionate about? What do I have a dream for? Maybe you don't have a lot of resources, but you have $10. You have some, and you haven't been giving your $10. Mm-hmm. But maybe you can, it's a place to start. And actually, this morning, we're going to go into the practical part because Dave's very practical. And I'm, Yay! I'm yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, but we're going to talk about how do you create, how do you, how do you become the good Samaritan that says, Oh, I have money. Mm -hmm. I can help Mm -hmm. you. I'm walking by that need. Oh, I have a reserve to help. How do Mm -hmm. we do that? Okay. So the, the first thing we have to say again around that is, is that sometimes when you recognize the need, it's not that you don't have the money. It's that you don't have the money now. You have the resources now. Sitting somewhere Sitting that somewhere, have been designated right. for that purpose. And a lot of what we talk about and a lot of when the coaching we do and then things is just a, around that is the timing, making sure that the resources that you have are there when you need them. Right. And so our current culture now really pushes the marketing, the media really pushes us to just live in the moment and think about satisfying that appetite today. Don't worry about tomorrow. There's a line of credit for that, those kind of things. And so really in this, when we're talking about generosity, when we're talking about having the resources you need for when you need them, that's that's part of the teaching that God says. And I'm going to pull some more scripture in. We know the story of Joseph. We know that God speaks to the leader of Egypt and says, here's a dream. It takes some uh, interpretation on on the, the Pharaoh's part to figure out, okay, what does this mean? But here's God saying, I'm telling you what's going to happen here on earth. I want you to be prepared. I want you to do something intentional so that you're ready for when it when it comes. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're talking about here with generosity. We know there is there is multiple needs around the world in our own sphere of influence and that's what God is saying even in the, in Deuteronomy he says, "Hey, I want you to take 3% of your produce every year, put it in the storehouse specifically for the poor." Mm. specifically for the poor, because I don't want there to be any poor among my people. Wow. And so if we follow that, we say, let's just take a little bit of money, maybe 3% of our net income, and we start putting that aside specifically for the poor. And we say, wherever that is, I don't know where those poor are going to show up in my life. But I want to be prepared for when that happens. So something we do in our family, we a few years ago decided to have an account called a kingdom account or an envelope. <laughs> and every week we pour, just dump money into it. This is, this is money that's not, that we, that we haven't designated for the church or for specific ministries. We have a kingdom account. We chose how much money we were going to pour into there and we dumped that money in so that if there is a need, if somebody needs groceries in, along the way, I can just come home and say, I just wrote a you know $50 check 
or a hundred bucks or 200, whatever it is. And I just gave this money away because there was a need. And David and I don't have to check with each other all the time. But I tell you, it is exciting to have that account because you're just always, and when you drain it, you wait, wait a little bit till you fill it up again. There's no overdraft on and, that account. Yeah, no, there's no overdraft. <laughs> no, definitely. You don't, we, yeah, you don't want to do that. that you just know gets, that we've all heard that, you know, you can't out give God and we yes. have experienced that, yes. but don't put an overdraft on, on that account. account. Account, because yeah. you certainly can over uh, we just we just find it really exciting i mean and let me tell you we don't get income tax uh receipts for those often it's mm. not about getting an income tax receipt this isn't about making it better for income tax come mm-hmm. spring and i know some people give for that reason and it's great that in our country there are we get the benefit of giving in that way but this is simply you know, somebody has a need for groceries. Somebody has a need for a pair of jeans. So you know that a teenager doesn't have money for clothes. Then you buy it for them and you don't even bat an eyelash because the, the need is there. And, and this is one of the, the heart behind the kingdom account is, is I want to be like that little boy who had the five loaves and the mm-hmm. two fish. I want to be the one that can just offer up that little bit to what Christ is doing and to watch it exponentially, right? just exponentially work and, and see the kingdom work. And again, going back to that scene, first of all, can you put yourself in the place of that little boy who goes, I gave five loaves and two fish, and he's watching it multiply, five, 10,000 people being fed. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going home with a story, right? Yes. There's a financial story there. You know, that's the first thing. But the second thing is, is, is that... Uh, you know, for my own heart, I, what would it? What does it look like to be able to to, to enter in and join Christ and Where to see that happen? Ministry. And that little yes. boy, you know, is going, "Wow, Mom, guess what? Your five loaves and two fish did. Guess what that did today? I mean, incredible! Just I, I just put myself in that little scene a little bit, and that's what we're doing with the Kingdom account. The Kingdom account is just a spot where we intentionally regularly automated take a little bit of money we put it aside separate and then we just wait for the opportunity that god brings us we wait for the opportunity and and this is heart issues these these things mm-hmm. out of the kingdom account they're things that god speaks to our heart yes. specifically about yes we do other giving that's intentional we do regular giving to the church we do regular giving to ministries that are close to our heart that's regular support and we do that but this kingdom account is is for that spontaneity oh, and for it makes that. it exciting and it's not like we make you know all kinds of money and you're listening thinking i don't make enough money well it's not about it's not about that it's the it's it's the five loaves and two fish and we are inviting you today into a journey of generosity mm-hmm. it's it's a story of generosity can you imagine these think well it's just five loaves and two fish don't come with that attitude you say father i you have given me five loaves and two fish and i'm giving it back to you that's what i have today take it and multiply it i want to see what you're going to do with this i and think you, i think the yeast if we can yeah. say that in generosity is thankfulness. When when Christ thanks the Father for the five loaves and two fish, right? It's it's thankfulness. And the other yeast, if I can if there's two yeasts we can do, is compassion. Mm -hmm. Christ had compassion on these people. 
we get five loaves and two fish, and then the the yeast of thankfulness multiplies it exponentially. And I love that story because what he does in that story is what we need to do. We mm-hmm. look up toward heaven and we bless the Father. Mm-hmm. We bless him. Father, bless you. Thank you for all you've given. Here's the five loaves and two fish, and we're going to see what you're going to do with this. It It is an exciting journey. There is nothing like giving. There's nothing like being able to pour something out, as small or as large as it is. And next week, we're going to talk about the story with the woman and the, with the two mites, because that's such an exciting story, because at the bottom oh, line... Don't, don't give them too much know, more than that. I know, I know. We got all this practical stuff, and we've got all to scripture. Today. So let but, me, but let me talk. Let's go back to percentages because I know there are some people listening that are going to go, okay, I, I need some tactile percentages. So I'm, I'm going to just run through this again. So a kingdom account, a separate account somewhere that's out of your regular checking account that, that you can automate, move money to. Start with start with the one, 1%. Start with uh, a coffee a day. So give up a coffee. Three bucks, three bucks a day. Do an automatic transfer of three bucks a day from that account to your kingdom account. Yeah, you can, there great, is technology good, yeah. that will do that. You do not need to manage it. Three bucks a day. This, you may not even have to give up that coffee and you can find the margin for $3 a day. Do the transfer. If you want to not maybe have so many transactions in your bank account, $21 a week. Do that. Do the automatic transfer so that the money gets there when you need it. Now we're getting to the couple minutes left in the show so there's a couple things we want to do and i don't want to get caught but just kingdom account something that is when you spend it it's got to be something that is just hugely obvious all of a sudden it's like that person has a need you're arrested by the need of someone else and And it's again about your heart issue it's a father telling you this is where i want you to put it 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 comes with prayer Right, we build a kingdom account, but it comes with prayer and relationship with the Father, mm-hmm. and that's always key. And flowing out of love, loving the Father and loving others. Mm-hmm. That's a great. That's just a. Can you say that again? Loving the Father and loving others, and it just flows out of that relationship. Your your giving and your generosity flows out of those two things. Awesome. I, I think I'm just going to say a prayer. We're going to mm-hmm. end with a, a little bit of prayer. we got a few minutes left, and I'm excited to talk about the next, uh, next week's show, too. So let's just pray. Lord, we just want to thank you for your mm-hmm. grace, your love, for the opportunities, for the abundance that we have here in North America. What a gift that is to us. And so, Lord, we just take a few minutes today to surrender ourselves, to show us what you want us to, to invest your money in today. And, Lord, we just thank you for all these things in Christ's name. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Next, Next week. week's show. <laughs> Next week's show, we're going to continue the theme through December of generosity. We've got a special guest in Steve Rolston, a great friend of mine. Uh, He's got wonderful generosity stories. I'm not even going to say much more than that because I don't want to spoil it. I'm just going to say you have to listen in if you want to hear some cool generosity stories. Um, Steve's got, he's just got a whole quiver full of them. So, So we're going to be pounding him with questions about generosity and listening to the stories that he's got. Um, 
what's coming up? Well, Christmas is coming up. There's all the craziness going on. We do have a special Christmas show just before Christmas. Oh, two days, December 23rd, More Than Enough has a special show. Oh. And we're not talking money. <laughs> oh, ouch. <laughs> we are going to talk money. This is a Let's Talk Money well. show. So I just want to say thank you to the listeners. Rab, it's been, of course, we just love uh, spending the time doing it. So thank you. Have a great day filled with hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.